0: Welcome to Gaudible, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Chumbumokyung. Chumbumokyung, Book 12. The Family Federation for World Peace and Unification and the Women's Era. Chapter 1. Section 1. Paragraph 19. After demolishing the rough and difficult obstacles in the valley, True Father has built a highway across the plain that enables us to attend God in comfort. Therefore, we see that religion is disappearing. As true families arise, the need for religion dissolves. When we have a true family, true parents, true couples and true children, we do not need traditional religion. I am saying that religion is not necessary for a family where God can visit and say, I will live in this house together with you eternally. And give his seal of approval. No religion whatsoever will be necessary. I am mobilizing the spiritual world and the physical world, centering on three generations of sons and daughters, and bridging the gap that divided the spiritual world from the physical world. Also, I am bringing you into the realm of benefit associated with the blessing. It was Jesus' hope to unite the spiritual world and the physical world, and you need to know that I am substantiating that now. The settlement of the family is the highest goal of religion. As we settle the family, we outgrow the concept of religion. Accordingly, on April 8, 1997, the Unification Church removed the HSAUWC sign, and on April 10, we started to use the name Family Federation for World Peace and Unification. I am talking about the family that can settle on earth in the united realm of heart, centering on what I have taught. That family will be able to go directly to the Kingdom of Heaven. It can go into heaven, the liberated world, or the world before the fall existed. It is possible only by following the principle of restoration through indemnity. You cannot do without it. You must bequeath to your relatives and descendants the relationships and tradition that you have inherited from True Parents. Section 2. The Establishment of Hunduke. True Parents' Teachings True Parents have bequeathed to us many teachings during the course of their lives. Their words constitute textbooks on the principle, given for all of humankind. They reveal the essence of God's creation, and the secrets of salvation for all people. True Parents established Tinduke gathering for reading and learning, on October 13, 1997, asking everyone to read True Parents' words and make them part of their daily life. During this period I have spoken about many things. I have said everything that had to be said about the circumstances of the individual. The family, the nation, the world, and the heavenly kingdom. The question is, where have my words settled? The word of God should be realized by creatively translating it into substantial action. Then the question is, where can we find their substantial realization? Did the person who spoke those words speak them for their own sake or for that of the world? I spoke those words not for myself but for the world. Only when the words spoken for the world come to have substantial form worldwide can they, as words with that purpose, come to have a relationship with the listener. Unless this is achieved, the two cannot form a relationship. The spoken word achieves its purpose only when its source, the subject partner, and its substantial counterpart become one. What has been spoken, therefore, must be made substantial. My words do not come from me. I spoke them on behalf of God. The textbooks and teaching materials do not contain even one word from me. As I stood in the position of resonance with the spirit world, heaven spoke through me. So when I hear those words, I too become enlightened. When I speak, God and the spirit world, including the angelic world, cooperate with me. The time following the liberation of Korea was the most complicated and eventful period of change in politics, culture, and the economy. I lived through that period, fighting my way for 40 years, and not once falling down. Every detail is recorded in the sermons of the Rev. Sun Myung Moon, the sermons. What we will face in the future, and all the problems in past historical ages, are nothing compared to the path walked by true parents. If you are told, these books contain all the methods of success, they are like the encyclopedia of victory. So, if you study these books, you will become the prince of the field of social science. Would you study them or not? I have said everything about all fields of endeavor, from science and technology to politics, religion, culture, the economy, and so forth. Every word I spoke was brimming with vision. From this perspective, the political, financial, and intellectual worlds must have a connection with the future, the world, and the united ideal world. Power structures also must have a way to connect. No matter how brilliant you may be, if you do not do this, you will perish. Water grows stale if it is not moving. You need to know true parents. Who are true parents? No one knows who they are. Since you do not know true parents, you should read the sermons. These books contain amazing content. How can you make that content your own? I have taught everything already. You need to read the sermons. You should think that they are more necessary than your own life and more necessary than your family, tribe, people nation, world, and cosmos. You cannot find such content anywhere else, even in the libraries of Harvard University. No matter how much you research elsewhere, you will never find a book that contains the content taught by the Unification Church. The words from fallen history do not have true value. They may all disappear. But if the sermons remain, read those books anytime you can, again and again. For this purpose, you should study hard. They will lift you into a higher dimension. When you read my words, you will find that what I said 50 years ago is the same as what I am saying today. This is an amazing fact. I have lived a tumultuous life of extreme ups and downs, a life full of suffering from youth to old age, and yet I continue to realize the words I spoke back then. My words do not drift away. They address eternal issues and raise issues for the literary world and the art world. I am a person skilled in various fields. In the literary field, I am capable of writing a novel in a day. I even did so when I was in prison. I am full of poetic sentiments. In addition, I know how to utilize revolutionary words. When you read the sermons, you will find words that you cannot imagine leaping out of you and interconnecting as creative new ideas. They are revolutionary. They are not just theoretical. I have tied them together, sometimes traversing many hills and obstacles, weaving them all together. I am a person who sees all of these relationships. What I said 50 years ago and what I am saying now are one and the same. I have spoken about the same things. God is eternal and his word will remain the same even after eons of time. Only when I speak the same words based on the same standard can I liberate God with the authority of inheritance as his son. This is how I can release his sorrow that accumulated throughout the painful march of history. They are not words spoken of my own accord. I never spoke of my own accord. I never even opened my mouth if God did not lead the way. That is why these words are so great. When you speak these words, your innermost feelings are revealed. When I go to the place where I spoke those words of old, the heart I felt then and the spiritual power with which the spirit world cooperated with me at that time concentrates itself and comes into me. And you should know when all families in the world have the same heart that I had back then, and send this to the spirit world, they can unleash a power that can lead to recreation and can expand into a realm of heart, the core realm that can cover the entire world. People who dislike doing hundoke lack this spirituality. They may become sick and even put themselves in danger of falling. You should find hundoke more delicious than rice or any other food. Your attitude toward hundake should be such that you regret not having enough time to do it. You should wish to do hundake 24 hours a day, for years on end. Every time you do Hunduke, you should wish to swallow the words all at once, as if they were a spoonful of rice. Wherever I speak, I speak words befitting that environment. What that means is that I do not prepare my sermons. I speak spontaneously by inspiration. The words are different each time. You will realize this if you read them, though the words seem to cover the same ground. Because the context is different, they follow different paths. In a way, if you think that they are difficult, they will be difficult. From now on in studying the word, you will understand it fully only if you do it while offering devotions. As you continue reading, you may find a passage that you cannot work out or a passage that you cannot understand because the subject matter leaps and halts incomprehensibly. To understand such passages... You will need to pray. I am not a person who normally writes manuscripts for speeches. In fact, I can speak eloquently without a manuscript. God trained me to become such a person. Wherever I go, I create new things. God is the original essence from which I create, and I declare those words together with God. Sometimes when I say something wrong, my tongue just freezes. I know it when I am wrong. My actions become unnatural. This is how I declare the word. Therefore, no one can claim it from me. This being the case even for a Sunday sermon, I do not know the title even five minutes before I am scheduled to speak. You have no idea how difficult that is. I feel as if I am going to my own execution. That is how serious it is. I step forward without having made any preparation. But when I open my mouth, I speak words that contain everything in heaven and on earth. The sermons are the original record of such miracles that I have wrought. I never speak words recklessly. When I am scheduled to speak, say, to give a Sunday sermon, I cannot come up with the title until five minutes before the scheduled time. I cannot refer to books or take citations from what historical figures have done and give it a title. What I speak has to be left complete and intact as the words of heaven. That is why the words of Hundoke are living words. On the day you align with those words, your revival will take place. These words stay alive beyond time, be it night or early morning. They transcend the seasons, the ages, and the centuries. It is like an active volcano. Once a crater is made, a volcano breathes fire through that opening. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.